0: Hello, everybody. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm here to talk to you about Polydallas Millennium 2020. So PDM is taking place online this year from November 6th through the 8th, and I'm going to be one of the lucky people hosting the opening night ceremonies on November 6th. Who's my other host, you might ask? It's the incomparable Pages Matam, who's an international poet, writer, and you may also know him as Sir Wolfgang. So you're probably wondering, why should I go to Polydallas Millennium? Well, aside from seeing Pages and I do our thing, I know you guys want to be a part of some of the amazing conversations and workshops that are going to take place there. You have people like King Noir and Jet Setting Jasmine, Kevin Patterson, aka Polly Role Models, Zach Budd, Polyamorous Black Girl, Marla Renee Stewart, who puts on sex down south, and so, so so many more amazing people. Ruby and her team have put together an amazing event that you guys definitely want to be a part of. So you need to sign up today to be at PolyDallas Millennium 2020. And I can't wait to see you there. We'll drop the link in our show notes. So let's get on with the show. So guys, I made Sham watch Secretary. That's pretty much the point of this entire episode. I'm just going to come right out and say it. It is Kinktober. We're talking kink. We're talking fetish. We're talking everything. And as you guys discovered in our first episode of Kinktober, Sham had not seen Secretary yet, like ever.
1: I had never even heard of this movie. And boy, oh boy, I don't know how this missed me.
0: Neither do I. That's why I was so surprised. I'm like, you've watched Professor Marsden and the Wonder Woman, which of course- taps into, you know, your like of, you know, comics and, you know, comic book movies and things like that. But have you seen Quills? It's not really a BDSM movie, but it's with, um, what's his name? It's with Kate Winslet and it's like about the Marquis de Sade who wrote all those nasty, horrible books back in the day.
1: I see. I feel like you guys are hiding these movies from me now because I've never heard of this either.
0: Oh, see guys? Mm, Quills. Mm -mm. You know what? That's going to be a whole other episode. (laughs) This episode, we are talking about Secretary. Like I said, I made Sham watch it, and (laughs) we recorded it fresh. So like, we watched it, and then we recorded this episode, because I was like, we need to get these thoughts out immediately. I I need you to know what we're talking about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so many thoughts. They're just fresh in my mind, ready to burst out. So yeah, let's get to what we need to get to first
0: right so first things first i want to talk to you guys about alt playground so there's some big 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 news that was released this week and i think we might have mentioned something about this before maybe we didn't it might have been a secret well it's not a secret anymore alt playground is going to hit the road with front porch swingers now i don't know if you guys have listened to brennan brian's show or follow their patreon or anything but they're amazing people and they are the hosts of the Front Porch Swingers podcast, and they'll be traveling the United States in Alt Playgrounds' new tour bus. Guys, the bus looks dope. Yeah, like, if nothing else,
1: you guys just need to see what the bus
0: looks. Yeah, like. the bus looks amazing, and Brian and Brenna are really, really taking it to the streets. Yeah, freaking they're,
1: literally. <laughs> they're gonna like live on the bus. I remember, like, like a yeah.
0: Year. They're gonna, they're literally, they're traveling the U.S. in this tour bus, and you should definitely watch out for Alt Playground social media and Front Porch Swinger social media accounts for the travel schedule. They're gonna be in Florida probably early next year, so maybe, maybe there will be a thing, COVID willing. I don't know, but we definitely want you guys to join the fun when they're in your town, whatever your town is gonna be. It's gonna be giveaways. There's gonna be events, of course. Remember, guys, we're keeping protocols and stuff and trying to keep everyone safe. So it's not going to be like a thousand person event. Hint, hint. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you watch the news, it's definitely going to be a much smaller, more intimate connection. And you're going to probably be able to connect with some of your favorite podcasters like us in person. Like maybe just three of you, <laughs>
1: you know yeah, what I mean. A small point of view, but
0: yeah. But this is great news, and we're so so excited to be a part of the All Playground family. And they're changing the game. Like I have never heard of a single lifestyle website being like, "Fuck it, we're going on the road." <laughs> like we're doing this.
1: This this dedication. I, I don't know if I have that level of dedication. So you guys, please reward them for its dedication that they're going to live on this bus for a year. You know, check out All Playground, and at least if it's coming to your town, just just go look at it. You're going to want to see it, trust yeah,
0: me. Yeah, you're definitely going to want to see it. Uh, so, I mean, of course, you can find us and Brenna and Brian and so many more things at altplayground.net. Or you can follow them on their socials. I think it's altplayground1 on Twitter and up at altplayground on Instagram. So now that I've told you guys the big news there, like the big Huge news there. I have other big, huge news. Just kidding. It's just me. <laughs> I'm here. The, my my big news is that I exist. Wow. Congratulations.
1: Oh, my God. I can't believe we got this special news we didn't know. Thanks for sharing Thank with us.
0: Oh, my God. You guys are so welcome. <laughs> so, 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 so welcome. But since I talked to you about Alt Playground, we should probably just start the show, right?
1: Yeah, let's get to it.
0: All right, I'm Jen.
1: I'm Sham. And, and we're,
0: we're, we're monogamish. You? Maybe.
1: I don't even know.
0: I don't know. There might have been a delay.
1: Perhaps I blame this movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back. Backity back, back. Sorry, I don't know what that was about either. Um, But yeah, so we watched the movie Secretary. I'm going to read a little like blurb sort of thing that tells you what Secretary is about. So, Lee Holloway, who's played by Maggie Gyllenhaal, a young woman with a history of severe emotional problems is released into the care of her overbearing parents following a stay at a mental institution. She finds work as a secretary for a rigid and demanding attorney, E. Edward Gray, James Spader or Red from Blacklist as you may know him and starts dating the kind but dull Peter Jeremy Davies I can't remember what movie he was in however Lee soon realizes she's turned on by Gray's stern demeanor and begins a sadomasochistic relationship with him like that I feel like should tell you everything you need to know about this movie like it tells you everything
1: right there it tells you everything but it, it doesn't at the same time like that would have made me more prepared for this movie. But still, the things that actually happened, I was not prepared for. Did you okay. B-Boy so much of the movie, too. Like, damn, I mean.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. This movie came out in 2002, just so you guys know. So it's 18 years ago. That's so crazy and to think about. Like. It sh- and it shows. For me, it shows in the cinematography. Like, how, how the movie actually looks, it looks old as hell. And the yeah. fashion in the movie, also old as hell.
1: I'm actually kind of surprised it's that late. This could have been like a proper 90s movie, the way how everything looks.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, I'm wondering, I don't know much about like the backstory of their filming and stuff, but I'm wondering if it was one of those things that was like supposed to be released at a certain time and wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't want to speculate.
1: I could see why they might have had problems releasing this movie. You know, this is like one of those that you make and people are just like, no, we don't want to release it. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. So it's possible we could look into that. But yeah, maybe it was just in that weird transition period before movies started to look new.
0: I mean, yes, there's probably also that part. Um, We'll put the trailer, of course, in our show notes so you guys can look at it uh, and if you have not seen this movie before. And even if you have, I like to watch a trailer from time to time. It just, it brings me joy. So this movie starts like, mm, how, at a certain time period. So like, Maggie Gyllenhaal's character is on screen. She's wearing like a, what kind, is that like a spreader bar sort of thing?
1: Oh yeah, I was supposed to look up what this actually, is actually called. It's like, yeah, like a cross. I don't know. If, if,
0: like, well, it's, it's a, a yeah, cross. it's only for her arms though. So it's locked around her neck and her wrists. So, and her So her arms are stretched across and, you know like a cross position. <laughs> it's like you said. Um, so she's cuffed there and, you know, she's maneuvering around the office, you know, stapling papers with her chin, <laughs> picking up papers with her mouth, uh, you know, coffee cup for the boss in one hand and other like file folders in the other hand it's performing her secretarial duties. And then you flash back six months. So it, this is what you are led to believe the end of the movie is, in a way, right? Yeah. Because usually when you're flashing back, you're like, okay, this is how the movie ends, and then this is the the beginning to how we got here. But that's not quite how it worked in this movie.
1: Yeah, this movie's all over the place. Like, wow. And just honestly, right off the bat, within the first 10 seconds, it was like, just in case you were worried this is not going to be a, a normal, just happy-go-lucky movie, we're just telling you right from the very beginning what's going down also this is a very interesting way to do like office work I was thinking like
0: (laughs) very interesting
1: like I mean I I get that you're kinky but you're also not getting anything done but once you get further in the movie I I start to realize that's not really the goal to actually get anything done in the office
0: (laughs) there are a lot of things that happen okay so the movie starts with that scene and then it flashes back, I said the six months where she's been released from her little mental institution place. And just so you know, there are a lot of triggers in here for self harm because that is her severe emotional problem. She self harms and her family situation also includes her father being an alcoholic. So there's a lot of trigger points for people who are sensitive to these issues. Obviously if you are, we do not expect you to watch this movie. It's totally fine. Um, but that is something to note. She has this crappy family situation. She hurts herself. And um, the reason why she ended up in the institution is because there was a self-harm accident where, you know, she cut herself too deep in front of her mother. And that led to people realizing, oh, shit, she's been hurting herself. We got to put her in a hospital and like locking up knives and cabinets and things with actual padlocks on them. So... It's, it's definitely um, heavy subject matter just for Lee's story in particular.
1: Yeah, it started out very sexy and then went into some very dark territory. And this is, I mean, I mean, it's the old movie, so I can't even blame it. But, you know, the usual, well, if they're doing kinky, there has to be something wrong with them, something wrong in their past that causes or something. I feel like that's what they were trying to, you know, pair those two things together. Which, again, if you have you know, self-harm issues, nothing wrong with that. You know, it happens, but it's just very clearly they're trying to um, pair these two things together when I don't think that's thematic. Yeah. problematic.
0: Yeah, I mean, they were trying to pair it together and I, I, I actually don't hate how it's paired together. Oh. And I say that because... Yes, she self harms, and she. But I mean, she's very submissive in her family in general. She's the baby, and they they seem to have these very loud, extroverted personalities. And her father's a drunk, which makes things mad fucking awkward, right? Um, but I feel as if when, okay, so this is me skipping ahead a bit, but there is a point in time where he criticizes her, you know, her work as his secretary, and he command he walks in on her about to hurt herself. And, you know, some time passes and he, com- he pretty much commands her to stop using his dumb voice. I call it his dumb voice. And it's, it's not a very loud voice. He's not shouting at her. He's very much just like, you will not do this to yourself anymore. And she was like, I, I won't. And he's like, that's right. Because you're done with this shit, bitch. Like, you are not doing this to yourself anymore. And she was like, yep, 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 yep. You're, you're absolutely right. Yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. That's where, that's where we're going. So I I appreciated the fact that he was able to exert that influence over her to stop doing it. And that she was, quote unquote, better for it as opposed to her being severely damaged and using this as some kind of, um you know, like there's something wrong with her. Uh, for her to want this. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And yeah, you're right. And I kind of appreciate the way he tried to explain what she was going through from his own observation, where he said, you know, you hurt yourself because it, you want, was it because you want the pain to go away or something? Or yeah. When internal pain. pain. Yes. So he kind of, so they handled it better. I mean, so I guess, yeah, in that way that it definitely, Led into the story when they actually started explaining. It, it was a bit more. I was okay with it more in that moment, but in the beginning, that the first thing I thought was, "Oh, of course, they gotta, they gotta, you know, make these two things relatable." But it does fit to this specific story because otherwise, I don't know how else we would get here.
0: Oh Yeah, this specific story. Only. But another thing I want to note is that all the characters in this movie are weird as fuck. <laughs> like, so they have these weird twitches and quirks and things. And it's not something that you s- I remember seeing a lot of on screen in this time period, right, of the early 2000s in movies. Like, you'll like- have, of course... Have your manic pixie girl sort of thing, but you don't really have a whole fucking cast of characters awkward as hell.
1: Yeah, usually you have the one weird character that kind of pops in, and it's like, oh, that's the weird guy. But (laughs) this whole movie was just a riddle with them. Also, very, very. I mean, it's expected, but it's a very white movie. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) wait, was there a brown person in this movie? Did you see one? Because I didn't.
1: So, like, as soon as was the first thing was like a wedding, and when I saw them doing these white ass dances, I was like, okay. I'm going to start counting from now to see if there's any black people in this movie. And I can't remember if there was. I, I stopped. I forgot to keep mm-hmm. looking out for a while. But up to at least halfway in, there was none. Like not even in the background, which is kind of crazy.
0: There was not a single person of color in this movie. <laughs> like I did not see a single one.
1: Maybe if there
0: not- was one in this movie and you guys noticed them, holla at us. But I didn't
1: see one. Definitely not in any speaking roles. You can say that.
0: Yeah, and but see that's the other thing too, right? A, a, this movie is so focused on the individual characters. You don't even really see very many background people. You see the wedding part, you know, the wedding stuff in the beginning. But right. even like when they're on dates and stuff, her and Peter, who is a boyfriend, like I said, we we talked about Peter a little bit in the blurb. But even when they're on dates, you don't really get to see much of what anyone is. So when, so Edward, E. Edward Gray, the original Mister Gray. I was wondering,
1: is is, that maybe have they ever discussed that? Because I was like, they're both gray, these these two movies are very similar, at least in setup. And was it on purpose? Were they trying to make like a de facto sequel in some way or something? Because (laughs) I, I don't know.
0: Let me tell you all the things that I think about the person who wrote the fake Mr. Gray (laughs) and his horrible red room of pain, because I don't know if you noticed that, um,
1: Miss E. Edward
0: Gray's office is also red in this movie.
1: Oh, wow. See, I wasn't even looking out for that.
0: I'm just saying that there are some similarities here that cannot be ignored. Um, and I feel as if Twilight and (laughs) secretary came together and you know, screwed their uncle and made this baby of Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: Yeah, I feel whoever wrote, I forgot her name, who wrote uh, Fifty Shades was just like, I don't know, really horny one night reading Twilight and then watching this movie and then just decided to mash them together. Or maybe because, wait, no, mm-hmm. cause originally it was a, a straight up fanfic. Yeah,
0: Fifty then, Shades of Grey was a straight up fanfic, yeah. And then
1: they wanted to change it into an actual story of its own, so it, it could be that she took out all the werewolf parts and just put in all of these.
0: She did she did not. It it was an alternate universe fanfic. I've actually read it. So uh,
1: wow. of yeah. Course, of course. I can you.
0: promise you. Yeah.
1: Of course you
0: have. Back in the day, back when I was on Twilight fanfic pages. Thank you fanfiction.net for that. Um but you know what? That's not the point. The point of this is that we definitely I definitely see some similarities between how what's her name? Shit.
1: Ugh. I kept calling her Maggie Like even in my notes I'm with like, <laughs> Yeah, Maggie did this. Maggie did this. also. Uh, I I guess I haven't seen that many performances. Has she ever done anything else this sexy? Ooh, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal actually has a
0: pretty decent repertoire of movies. I will, you know what? We'll have to go over the list later on. Uh, but I mean, Secretary is an earlier movie for her, right? Because she did that movie with um, Kirst- is it Kirsten Dunst, where they're women at college. And their goal is to have husbands. I think it is Kirsten Dunst in that movie. You know what, guys? I'm really bad at movie names right now because whatever. I will get back to you on that when it pops into my brain probably towards the end of this episode. But Maggie Gyllenhaal does have a lot of really, really good roles. So I definitely think people sleep on her.
1: Are they this sexy? Because I think I kind of have a set idea of, of her in movies in my head. And this was not in that set of, of movies. Like I see a lot of like old Victorian stuff, and you know, like that period of her just being like a pleasant woman. Like basically, she
0: does have a Victorian face, doesn't she? She hasn't. She has. She has a historical face. You're absolutely right. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like I'm looking. She
0: was like- in. Um, she was in what? Dark Knight. She played Rachel in Dark Knight. Yeah,
1: that's
0: I was right um, it was Let's in, see. It was in Hysteria, was
1: which was about like mm-hmm. sex in a way. It was about um, a female orgasm, and they discovered the right.
0: You know, that I was her too. See,
1: even in that movie, she there was no sex with her. She was just like the woman trying to, I, like, I don't know. She was trying to survive in a man's world and be independent, which was you know crazy at the time. So I've just never seen her give an old face, and boy does she give some old faces in this movie. I I, I yeah. Commend, I commend I commend her performance.
0: Yes, yes. Let's see. She was also in Donnie Darko, oh. and in uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Mona Lisa Smile. That's the movie I'm thinking about with the uh, yes. old timey things. Yeah. Won't a Smile. Um, hmm. Okay, so this is this is not really like her first movie, but it is definitely yeah I'm one the- of the movies that I really first saw her in. I'll be honest about that.
1: Boy, if I saw her in this movie, I would have been a fan from a longer time. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, that happens. That happens. Uh, see, for me, again, skipping ahead to, right, you know, what, no, you know what? Let me not skip ahead. Let's keep, let's try to do this sequentially. Now that we we've skip let's try to do it sequentially. So, you see the beginning scene. She gets released from the hospital. There's a whole wedding thing. She goes to community college to, you know, elevate herself or whatever because. She seems to be like a freshly ish out of high school sort of person. So like she hasn't been out of high school for too, too long because she's never held down a job before. Yeah. So That was interesting. So she had to have been like in her very early 20s at the most. Um, So I think we'll just go very early 20s.
1: Yeah. The real world seemed very new to her. So mm-hmm. and she hadn't even like moved out of her parents' house yet. Well, she was in the hospital. So that makes sense.
0: But... Yeah. Yeah. So she went to her community college, got her typist degree. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to get a job. And so she sees this advertisement for secretary and she's like, that's it. That's what I want to be. I just want to be a secretary. That's my goal in life, which I thought was fucking hilarious. I'm like, really? That That's your goal? You want to be secretary? Not like I want to be a secretary to be a lawyer. You're like, nah, this is, this is my whole thought.
1: <laughs> I mean, she had a very single minded dream, maybe. I don't even know. She don't- She just wanted to do something, and that was the first thing that she saw. I was a little sad that that's how the whole thing started. Because there was no real connection between him and her. It was just, she wanted a job and he was offering a job. There was no I don't even know. There's nothing to make it be you're going to this job because there's something specific about the listing that makes you interested. Like, maybe if it said, you know, I need a secretary who is very obedient or can take or as well or something like that, but it was just. Oh no, she could have. it probably were like a hundred other secretary jobs in that same paper, but she just happened to go. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just a movie trope. I don't like it. Like things are. I don't like when things are too convenient. You know. Well, to
0: th- be fair, she circled that IRS ad first.
1: Oh, she went. Oh, oh I don't remember her. Question she,
0: yeah. So, so the first, the first job she circled on that paper was to work the IRS or some random shit like that. And she, that's what she was practicing her speech in front of her mirror for. And then she saw the secretary job and she was like, this, this is what I want. I want to be a secretary.
1: Oh, yeah. I I yeah. at that point, cause I just remember her circling something in the paper and then I saw her show up at the office. So maybe there was a, a probably missed, I missed the part where she just saw the sign that went in.
0: No, no, no. She didn't see the sign. It was in the paper. Oh, okay. But... What happened was she circled another job before she circled that one. Ah, okay. So that wasn't the first job she saw. It wasn't like okay, this is the first job you see. There, it was. A, there was a little bit of looking that she had to do to see it. Okay. But yeah, so she walks into the office. The old secretary is leaving. The fo- the secretarial office is fucking trashed to hell. I'm like, the fuck happened? Did someone yeah. beat someone up? Was there like a hurricane? Like it looked <laughs> horrible in that bitch. It was tore up.
1: My note was first red flag. <laughs> if you walk into an office and you see The old person leaving and the whole place is so messed up and she looks sad and all of that. This is not a place you should be wanting to work. I would think. It seems pretty obvious to me, but it did not seem obvious to her because...
0: (laughs) She's stupid. She has no life experience or job experience. She doesn't know anything.
1: That's also true, yes.
0: But yeah, so she gets this job as a secretary for him and he's mean. Like, he's pretty mean. Like, he's not like... He's not abusive mean in the beginning, but he's definitely ruder to her than I think anyone's ever been in her entire life.
1: Yeah. He is very, he, mm, this character is very weird. Cause yeah, he's very forceful. He's very mean. He's very upset at simple things that she does, you know, like typos that she makes, which is fair. Typos are bad, but it's also that she sniffles too much. And all these weird little nitpicks that he has, they come into play later. But in this first part, yeah he's very mean and but he's also very neurotic in a way
0: yes it's like some kind of ocd or something
1: yeah it's like half the time he's this strong stern dominant type which you know of course but then other times he's very like nervous and fidgety and doesn't know what to do with himself and not very confident i'm here wondering how does that transform into that i mean i know how because i i can be that way too sometimes you know sometimes you You're nervous in real life, but when it comes to getting down, you're a whole different mindset. But it was still worth to see in practice him being one way and then being another way with her at times.
0: James Spader is also weird. So I, of course, I watched this movie in the in the like maybe mid two thousands, and also like maybe like closer to twenty ten as well. And then I watched it probably about five or six years ago. So I have not seen it in some time, right Mm -hmm. and The one thing that stands out to me right away and his whole neuroticism and weirdness, I'm just kind of like James Spader with hair. I forgot that this was a thing. Do I know
1: what James Spader without hair? I'm trying to I'm Yes, you do.
0: He's red in blacklist.
1: I watch blacklist. Oh, you I know what? Know- the
0: wife watches blacklist. So that's probably why I thought that you did.
1: I do know the name though. It's just one of those like, I have to see him to be. Oh, this guy. Okay.
0: And he's bald in the blacklist. So it's like, I've just gotten so used to seeing him bald, that seeing him with hair in the old days, it's not like George Clooney. George Clooney's had a perfect head of hair his entire fucking life. But like James Fader is bald as red. And then, you know, as E. Edward Gray, he has this like weird sort of floppy haircut, which seems to be very popular from the 90s and early 2000s anyway. So he has that haircut and it's just so interesting. And I just can't find him attractive. But, <laughs> okay. but it wasn't
1: just me. He yeah, he didn't strike me as he yeah. would be a ladies' man in this world as much as she was into him. It doesn't seem like he would be attractive to everyone that
0: comes. Yeah, up. I don't know. I mean, I hmm. It seemed like he was overcompensating for something
1: yeah there were definitely
0: with do. his neuroses etc not necessarily the bdsm part but like his neuroses there was like a lot of stuff going on with him like his orchids and and the 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 markers the red the red sharpies and which i don't know if you noticed that but the word sharpie is not written anywhere on that shit even though oh, we yeah. all know there are sharpies <laughs> those shits are rubbed all the way off
1: yep they did not get the uh the sponsorship or whatever to, to get in this movie even though there was a random ATT drop in there I, I...
0: That's yeah, funny. that ATT and drop was so funny.
1: It's like, oh no, yes, it was like a telemarketer. I was like, oh no, we're happy with AT&T. I'm like, hmm, somebody paid money for this movie. So they did. One random thing I want to point to before we get into the the sexy stuff: she she takes a milk bath at one point. What what
0: is that? A yeah. Thing? See. <laughs> okay. So I wasn't sure if it was like actually milk or if it was one of those just kind of like bubble baths from a time, right? So that was the confusing bit for me because it didn't look dark enough. To, it didn't look thick enough to be a milk bath.
1: Yeah, but also, thin, but it was it, it was, wasn't bubbly. It wasn't
0: yeah, it, it wasn't. that's the weird bit. So it was very confusing. There are a lot of feelings I have about that. But yeah, she took a bath in what looked like you know watered down milk.
1: <laughs> um, standing liquid. And my second it's
0: like 1% milk that's what she took about then 1% milk
1: also my second thought was like if she did this in a movie now you could sell that milk to horny nerds they would 100% buy it sorry that just came to me
0: I'm, listen no I'm sure they were buying it then remember um, no doubt came out with that song bathwater I think around the same time maybe a little bit before that so yeah
1: lot yeah. harder to sell like you have to find people you don't have the internet like you do now or like,
0: that's true wow I was, the internet <laughs> Wow, the internet is so different. It, it is also very interesting to see. So, in Secretary, he doesn't work on computers. He only works with typewriters. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was very insistent. He's like, "Just so you know, we don't do computers here. Only typewriters. Is that okay?" And she was like, "Yep, works perfectly for me. That's how I learned to type. I'm set."
1: Yeah. So but also like time, but just he just doesn't. Yeah, use them. he just doesn't computers. use them. And there was like a, a random, like a one guy has a cell phone.
0: No, two pe- more people have cell phones because um, Peter has a cell phone, which we found out at the end of the movie. And huh. then I think...
1: They said his job is my cell phone, but he works at JC JCPenney. Why does he have a Yeah.
0: Why does he have a cell phone when he works at JCPenney?
1: Yeah. Like, they said they gave it to him like, as a work phone, but he doesn't seem to do anything that important. I- so, mm-hmm. all right, so back to the actual stuff in the movie. So I think the first thing he does that seems to be kind of sexual with her, but mm-hmm. she doesn't really realize, is the sending her to go for something in the garbage.
0: Yes, yes. He because I think you could see that he was turned on by the way she followed orders and she went the extra mile to get
1: stuff. Yeah, he was looking through the window. I don't was he was he? He wasn't jerking off, was he? But he was
0: no, he wasn't jerking off that time. He's only jerked off the one time in the movie. Yeah,
1: oh, we're gonna get to that. But yeah, that was the first thing I can remember him the, like looking through the window and watching her go through the garbage and. He definitely had a a reaction to it,
0: and the mousetrap situation.
1: Mousetrap was was mouse
0: a where he had her resetting the traps, and she was. He's like, mice like to go behind chairs too, Miss Holloway. Like you should get behind the chair and put the trap down. Uh, yeah. And her bright idea was to climb over the top of the chair, like bent over, ass up in the air, to place a mousetrap. Oh boy, mm, it's not her fault. but oh. uh. Yes. So things are escalating, definitely on his part. She wanted him from the second she saw him, which I thought was definitely, definitely a choice. (laughs) But I get she doesn't have that much experience. She doesn't really have any sort of outside men experience, it seems. Exactly.
1: She has experience with him and she has Peter. And, oh boy, we're going to get to Peter in a minute because that's a piece of work. (laughs) Cool. <laughs> Peter.
0: Um. Okay. So,
1: and then the part gets... that you talked about happened.
0: Mm. Hmm. What's she, the part that talked about again? Where, yes.
1: Where she was, um, uh, hurting herself, and he caught. Yes. Her, and then she kind of put it away and pretending it didn't happen. And then he called her into her, into his office, and they had the weird speech of "You will no longer do this."
0: Yeah. Like I said, I appreciate that instead of trying to force a different sort of reaction. He was just kind of like, it's so great we're having this talk. Thank you so much for being here. You're no longer going to hurt yourself cuz you don't need that anymore, do you? Cuz y- and pretty much the unspoken was kind of like because you have me and you have this job, you don't need that. You know, like he's he's using the BDSM to make her better mm-hmm. and like more independent cuz you know he's like you're a grown woman, why do you need your mom to Pick okay. you up from work every day. Like, Correct. why don't you just
1: walk? You walk home, yeah. it, was, it was interesting. Not that I look back, hindsight being 2020, but 20, 20, okay, he was kind of easing her into the, the command, if you will. Still never officially started it, but he was easing her into it at least. So he at least tested her obedience level. I don't even know what to call it.
0: Yeah, yeah, he tested her obedience level. That's probably a way of putting it. And then, so all of this stuff is happening. He's doing all of that. We're amazing. Things are going so much good. I said, I had, I said, it's almost like he was hypnotizing her. But really, she was just a baby submissive who needed someone to take care of her and tell her what to do. And I think that maybe she's always been submissive her whole life. Anyway, so she makes a a typo. And um, he has had enough. He's This is his last straw. And so this is the first big Punishment scene in the movie, and I think it's the only one that we actually see because all the other ones are closed door.
1: Yeah, the rest of them are implied. Mm-hmm. Which we see yeah. the setup or the the before or the aftermath, but this was the first time we really saw. It was uh, a this was a spanking, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was when he spanks her. So I mean, the setup for this is interesting. I mean, in real life, we would never have done it the way that he did it in the movie. Because in the movie, he was kind of like, come into my office. And he's like, put your hands on the desk and put your face so close to the paper.
1: Read it hey, aloud to me. Is that your James Spader down voice? No, that's just a voice. I don't know what's happening. I mean, okay. Hey, you can keep going for it. I'm sure somebody out there is into this kink.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, hey guys, I guess I'm gonna try. Don't don't tell me to try though, because I'll get it wrong. Okay. So he tells her to do this thing, and then he spanks the fuck out of her. And she is shocked and like terrified and confused and turned on. You can see that this changes in her face the more it's kind of occurring and her kind of like getting into that space.
1: Yeah, it was but very again, but yes. Sorry. Wait, what? but also keep going, but no. But yeah. So it was a slap over time it became more yes than no. But you could see in that initial moment, it mm-hmm. was kind. She was
0: scared. She was scared. She was conflicted. And you never, ever, ever just start beating on somebody like that without any kind of conversation beforehand. Like, I don't think, and it wasn't even like he gave her, like, a gentle tap at first. Like, he, he didn't put his full power behind it, but he put a lot of power behind that first lap.
1: Yeah, there was some proper spanks in there. And my first thought was, you know, he should hire an HR manager before he hires a a secretary because... (laughs) Right. So there there wasn't even a discussion. There wasn't even like, so have you ever explored this painting or anything? It was just, you know, literal punishment for a typo on a a letter that she wrote.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, And so from there, we kind of start our TPE, our total power exchange, right? Because we see...
1: Yes, the, yeah, um, we
0: yeah, it's like a master-slave sort of dynamic, but that's not the terminology that they used in the movie. Yeah, so there's right. a lot of implied spankings that occur. Her doing things to get him to spank her, and I have a note here that she's blissed the fuck out following his commands and having him treat her all sorts of ways. Like there's a there's a scene where she's on his desk in hay. And he saddles her and puts a fucking like carrot in her mouth. There's another scene where like he tells her exactly what to eat. Like she has to call him before she eats dinner and tell him what the offering is. And he tells her what she's allowed to eat.
1: Yeah, this goes from zero to 60 real quick because the first thing we see is a spanking. And then it becomes a montage of different things that they're doing. And I'm just like, How do we get from here to here? Was there no lead up? Was there no, you know... Easing it in, it was just all right. I spanked her a couple of times. Now horseplay, I guess you could call it. Or <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't know if he actually wrote her. I think it was just more for
1: decoration. I was wondering because once I saw the saddle, I'm I'm just thinking that there's one thing you do with a saddle, but we never got to see. We just saw the, the carrot. Some
0: yeah, maybe might have been that. for photos.
1: Yeah. And um. what's weird is that while this is going on. She's, she's still, okay, so I guess we haven't really discussed uh, Peter yet.
0: He's not important yet, but he is, <laughs> but
1: yeah. But they showed, they showed the first date. The first date happened in this time. And it, it's very weird because it happens at a laundry No, it's, a, it's like a laundromat slash.
0: <laughs> it is a laundromat, uh,
1: yes. but there's like food and drinks there because they were get, drinking wine and getting drunk. So I'm like, oh, they're at a restaurant. But then they get up and start doing laundry. And I'm just here wondering what kind of place is this? What kind of date is this? What is going on? So, yeah, the the the, the two men in her life, very opposite. So much so that the, Mr. Gray <laughs> comes to the laundromat to do what you do in a laundromat, get someone to wash something for you, and sees her with him, and I think he gets jealous and
0: yes because that's what sparks this whole thing right so that's what sparks the shift in their relationship from him lusting from afar and being mean to this physical component because he has seen her out with this man yucking it up drinking wine and shit and he's like fuck that that makes me so angry
1: (laughs) which is also not 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 a healthy way to deal with things but I mean, we're all we're way over looking at red flags at this point. We're just skipping all them all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We just skip the red flags. This movie is a one big red flag. <laughs> if you are, if you're interested in learning more about BDSM and, you know, kink and what to do, this movie is not the movie to learn that. This yeah. is a movie that you just literally watch for entertainment, not invested in the scene at all or to learn the things that you do not do. Like we say, you do not just go around spanking people without having a conversation with them first.
1: Definitely not. No, this is not the way to do things. I I did want to point out some of the very specific things about their relationship. It's very based on her work as a secretary. And one of the main things is the typos. So it's a lot of her typing things wrong on purpose and then him circling it with the red Sharpie, but not Sharpie. And punishing her for that, and it's the first thing I thought was, is this what grammar Nazis get off on? Because like people who just can't stand but to correct somebody's literature, I feel like they would have an extra little twinge while watching this movie because it's just punishing people for their bad grammar.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and they, they go through. As I said the montage is very interesting in that stage, and so what happens after that? We get to a point where. He feels this is too much for him. Yeah. So he's at that point in where it's like, this is too much. But okay, before we get there, I definitely want to mention the fact that um there's a masturbation scene. Oh yeah. She's masturbating in her bedroom. And
1: great.
0: so there's okay, so there's two major masturbation scenes for
1: this her. Right at first, but this is was...
0: for her. So she's in her bedroom and she's like, you know, pretty much hunching her hand over her nightgown, which I thought was interesting. But was, And so she's having this fantasies and trying to lock her fantasy mind together so she can fantasize about him. She's reading Cosmo. She smokes cigarettes now. She's in love with him. She's trying to do stuff to get him to like notice her and appreciate her. And how he seems to be noticing and appreciating her is when she makes typos and he spanks her. So she's trying to do that more. And he's at a point where he's pulling away. So he's like, ugh, ugh, "This is too much. Can't do it. Can't do it." Because in his mind. He cannot do a TPE. He can't do a TPE 24-7. Like, that's not his thing. Yeah. He can't do it.
1: Yeah, they get and the with the this is
0: trauma linked to his previous partner that right. I've been able to see.
1: You skipped over her. It was, so one day at the office, we just see a woman come in who's very angry. And she sees Maggie, I keep forgetting her real name, Lee. It was something Lee. She sees her there. Yeah,
0: Lee it. Holloway, that's her name.
1: And she's telling her to call him and you know she's very timid and trying to call him so she just yells his name. And th- then she looks at her and be like submissive, like to her.
0: She says submissive first and then she yells his name. Yeah. And she says it in like an accusatory sort of way, like yeah.
1: oh. submissive. Oh <gasps> That was she... the first signal. I was like, okay, so something there's something happening. Something happened here. I don't know what it was. So I was, at first, being like, okay, so maybe he's actually a sub, maybe? Who knows what their actual relationship was, but...
0: Yeah, but then she says, tell him to sign the settlement. So I guess, okay, so they were married. This is some kind of divorce situation. And you find that out at the end, like at the very end. But you know what? Let's just... So this part is the hard part where he's he's not, you know, spanking her anymore. She's trying to get him to spank her it's not working she tries to spank herself that also does not work for her so what best. she does is she finds an earthworm in the grass takes it to work kills it in a letter and sends it to him via mail <laughs> and so
1: that was one of the moments i was just like how did we get here i i I, I get the typos i get the doing things wrong but bugs why why bugs <laughs> How is this
0: I don't know, I don't know, and she she doesn't even drop it off at his desk. She mails that shit to him, so that shit comes to him days later in the mail, yeah <laughs> so imagine how ripe that must smell anyway, so when all this is happening, he's pulling away from her, she's trying to get Peter to spank her. Peter has no idea what's going on, so she oh. and Peter end up having sex. He's had a sexy. Name. Listen. He's like, <laughs> he's just making all these noises, and she's just lying there like, ah.
1: She does, yeah. She does like this very oh. this, this uh.
0: little,
1: didn't even try to fake
0: it. <laughs> she was not even trying. Like Peter's like, Ugh. just oh. <laughs> I mean,
1: doing thing with his hand, like oh. not to come. I mean, I've been there, so I know. I know what the hands mean. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Well, you know the hand, but literally, she, you know, she wants him to spank her. He doesn't get the hint, and then she's like, okay. I guess we can have sex, but I want all my clothes to be on. I want the lights to be off. I'm like, this sounds like a horrible deal. <laughs> but he yeah. had a great time. He had a great time, and then you never see them having sex again. That that's also very important to say.
1: Nope. Yep. Also, we forgot in the during the masturbation scene, she was she tried to fantasize about him at first, which is funny because she was imagining them having sex on top of the, <laughs> two washing machines, and I guess that wasn't doing it for her because how could it? And then she switched over to thinking about Mr. Gray and.
0: No, me. Mr. Gray's who she was on the washing machine with.
1: No, it was the guy.
0: And then, no, she was thinking about Mr. Gray first when she was in the flower thing. And then she opened her eyes and Peter's picture was there. And yeah. so that changed the scene. And then she was like, this is really not making me come. So yeah. that's when she fancied about Mr. Gray again.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I just know there was a point where she was trying to think about Peter and it failed. So she went back to thinking about being Mr. Gray secretary like there's points where she's massive and she's just like i'm your secretary and that's her her exclaim
0: listen she loves being a secretary she loves it she loves it so he finally gets the worm in the mail and he's like oh no this bitch and he like aggressively uses his red sharpie not sharpie and he draws that line around this worm on the paper and he brings her in and he's like lift up your skirt same time, Peter shows up, like, take her for lunch or whatever. And so she's kind of like, ha Peter, can't come to lunch today. Sorry. Bye. And he's like, I'm not going to fuck you. Lift up your skirt. Fine. Drop your panties and pantyhose. She's like, what? He's like, I already told you. I'm not going to fuck you. I have no interest in fucking you. That's not what I'm about. So she, grunt you know, like, kind of tentatively, because she's still trying to figure out what the fuck is going to happen. Like, is he going to spank her bare ass? Is he going to use the belt? What does he do instead? He just looks at her ass and masturbates and jizzes all over her back.
1: Yeah, that was a very weird moment, especially because I guess they didn't want to show the actual jizz. (laughs) So I was, I wasn't even sure. You didn't
0: see it? It was on her shirt.
1: I think when she walked away, you saw the wet spot, but they just showed him doing that. So it's like there was no visual of the actual coming.
0: Yes, okay. So yeah, because it's not porn. There's yeah, no like no. male nudity or anything like that, so you don't see his dick at all. You actually don't even see yeah, you don't, don't see any it. men in this movie naked at all. There's only one person you see naked in this movie, and you see her naked at the end, but yeah. that's a whole separate thing. So we say fine. He just she he does that thing, so she is masturbating now in the bathroom after he's come on her back. The paralegals in the fucking like stall next door listening to her masturbate, crying out four p's. <laughs> for dinner nah. he told her to have four peas as food of cream potatoes it's it's a whole thing oh sweet Jesus there is a lot that goes into that um, so we, we're we skipping that point we're going ahead and then James Spader is like so embarrassed at himself he has cum stains on his pants because he didn't you know actually pull his pants down he just whipped his dick out and jizzed on her back he's ashamed and so he decides now is the time to break up with her this is the time This is absolutely the time to break up with her. So he goes crazy. Apparently he had framed all of her typing mistakes. He smashes all the pictures in the frames, smashes the sexy photo that she gave him, everything. And he calls her back in and sort of like a reintroduction to the way they met for the first time. You know, where he asked her about her typing skills, all sorts of stuff. And then he's like, this is not going to work. I need you to go home. And she's like, wait, what? Because in her mind, this is some kind of romantic gesture, right? He's just come on my back. I've just masturbated about him. This is going to be amazing. And instead, he's like, nah, bitch, you got to go. So she slaps him in the face. And I was like, good job for you, Lee. Snap that motherfucker in the face. Do your damn thing. Um, And they have this battle of the will staring contest, which... I say between a dominant and his sub where you kind of realize that she's a strong woman. Like she to be submissive, you have to genuinely be strong. If you know what I
1: mean. Um, I don't know what you mean. I mean, I get what you mean. Yeah. She, she has to be, I guess, secure in what she wants and knows it and so on and be secure in who she wants to top her in this case. But yeah, that whole scene was very weird because, you know, first it had the, the romantic gesture that we thought of the whole, okay. Maybe he has to start over when he's interviewed her for the job again. But then he fired her. And I'm just here. like, oh, you, you fired her? I mean, you fired her. And I don't remember. He slapped, she slaps him. And then they had to stare down. And then did she just leave?
0: Well, he fires her again. Like, he continuously fires her. He's yelling at her to get out. So she leaves. She's depressed. She's stalking him at this point. She hasn't told her family she's oh, wait, been fired. One part. No, she, I didn't forget.
1: When she at the box. And, and she's she crying. Thinks, no, and she thinks back to the first secretary, and she kind of puts two and two together. Like maybe this is a thing that she she mm-hmm. before. for.
0: Well, I don't think because it doesn't flash back to that scene. That's just her packing up the box and just. Oh, the most sad. To
1: remember the secretary. I am almost sure she like flashes back to to walking in for I... the first time, and she walks by the secretary.
0: Mm, I don't know, maybe, but I don't think i I don't think that that was as important as the scene where she's walking outside of the office after she's packed her box and the light flashes on it says he's looking for a secretary because this dude has a fucking light on his thing it illuminates when he's looking for a secretary and there's red bulbs on it
1: yeah i mean yeah that's important too i see i see i didn't even know it's that i just it's more the other secretary but
0: yeah, the flashback for me wasn't as important because that was already foreshadowing to what was going to happen to her, right? You didn't, she didn't need to flash back to that point because we also knew that shit was going to happen at some point.
1: Oh, see, I didn't. When I saw that first secretary, I didn't place that she was doing the same thing until that moment. So maybe that's why it's more important to me. But
0: no, you know how I knew that she was doing the same thing when he burned the pictures of all the other secretaries that he'd had. He he remembered he took a Polaroid of her. Yeah. When he got it open up. So when there was a part where he went outside before he fight her and everything, and he shredded all this stuff and he burned these photos. I was a photo of who we assume is all his previous secretaries.
1: Oh, I thought they were all her. Okay. No,
0: they were not all her. They were different women.
1: Okay. Wow. What? That, that sign is just all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just really watching the scene now. Wow. <laughs> There's some shitty lights. Yeah. Anyway. told
0: you, told you weirdness. Anyway. So, In this time period, Lee is doing her homework, right? She's learning about BDSM, trying to figure out how to come out as a submissive to her family. Literally, there's a tape, like, how to come out as a dominant submissive to your family. Um, She's looking in personal ads. She is, you know, exploring different facets of BDSM and kink culture.
1: Yeah, this part was crazy. It's just, oh. Because I was thinking at the time, maybe there wouldn't be anybody else into this kind of stuff. But I guess not, because there's a whole ass, there's ads in the actual newspaper for people, dumbs who want subs or sadists who want Yep, ads.
0: That's how it used to be. Shit used to be in the paper. There was no internet, remember?
1: Yeah. Like, but oh, but the, the, the guys are all into very specific things, which are, are not her thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, but it's also like helping her figure out what her thing actually is. Because she this is she says her first experience that she has absolutely no idea what her thing is. She knows she likes this one particular thing, but maybe she liked throwing tomatoes at the dude while he's strapped to a gas grill that was on. She didn't, yeah, but maybe she would have.
1: Yeah, no, mm, that, so, somebody tweet us or something, is that a fetish you've encountered? Because that one is new to me. Like uh, when he, when she mentioned the stove and she said something about hot oil, I was like, okay, maybe she, he likes being burned by hot oil. But the, the throwing of the tomatoes was a bit weird. I didn't know how to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, she's now supposed to get married to J C Penny Peter, who's presented her with a ring. She's wearing his mother's wedding dress, and while this is happening, she's like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna let E Edward Gray go without a fight." So she goes to his office, and she's like. I'm in love with you. I want to be with you. And he's like, nah, you don't. You stop fucking around. She's like, I'm in love with you. I want to be with you. I don't care what the fuck you say. He's like, ah, let's prove that shit. Then I want you to sit your butt down, put your hands flat on the table, keep your feet on the ground and don't move till I come back. And she's like, okay, bet. <laughs> and so she does that.
1: And, and- the movie gets even weirder.
0: Mm-hmm. So you think it's probably going to be for a short time period. Nah, my nigga has her there for days. Yeah, yeah but days. He out
1: by calling the fiance Peter.
0: Yeah, he's testing her, right? So he tests her at different points. Yeah. First thing he does, he calls Peter. He's like, "Your fiance is at my office." That's that's the whole phone call. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Peter rushes to the office and he's like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing this shit? Why don't you move your hands?" I think that's the first thing for me. He's like. Why don't you move your hands? And she says, because I don't want to. And for me, that was like, that's just so simple. So to the point. And it definitely shows you the evolution like of herself, right? And her ownership of herself and her submission and everything. She's like, I'm not moving my hands because, not because he told me to, but because I don't want to. I am making this choice to follow this command. And it's not something that's being forced on me.
1: Yes, you're definitely owning it more, right? appreciate that in that moment and then they have a little scuffle because he's trying to put her away and she gets so crazy mad when he does that like no pushes him away kicks him in the bars and goes back in the exact position that he thought he deserved,
0: he deserved it though
1: yeah and then he's watching from the, the the bushes when this is happening um mr Grey that is and so i'm thinking okay she got rid of her fiance for you this is enough, clearly. Clearly he's going to rush in now and be like, I do love you. Let's run away and be kinky together. But no, he leaves her there. And then
0: he, oh, remember he, when he calls he rings the phone to see if she's going to lift her hand to pick it up. And that's when she's, she tries to use her teeth to pick up this fucking old ass phone off the hook.
1: Which is a very not 2020 moment. It's like, coronavirus is in that You don't use your mouth to put on a a, a surface, but anyway, yeah. The that's the beginning, and then
0: Mm -hmm. it it took three days. Literally, her whole family fucking moves in to the office. All these random people are sitting out outside the office, camped out because they consider this to be a hunger strike. They're calling it a hunger strike, but it's not really that.
1: they Didn't really say because they call it a hunger strike without knowing why she was doing it. They're just, you know, calling it that. And it goes through her whole family of trying to either understand it or talk her out of it The at some point.
0: Oh, yeah. Her therapist was there. Her dad was there. So her dad is sober at this point after having spent most of the movie fucked up. Her dad shows up sober and pretty much is like, I accept you. He's reading her like something from the Bible or something. And it's pretty much to the tune of I accept you and I stand by you and I will support you however I can. Which is good because, you know, her dad's finally being a a nice person. But it's so funny that literally everybody just moved into Edward's office. Like, okay, so remember, she hasn't moved. She has peed herself in this woman's wedding dress. Like several times probably.
1: I was thinking of just, is she going to stay there long enough to pee? And then they showed the water dripping. I was like, oh, she definitely. Yep.
0: She's peeing this wedding dress.
1: I I don't want to say it, but it's three days. You, you, you got to poop in three days. Are you oh yeah,
0: she's she's definitely pooping this dress too. So she, I'm sure she's. But remember, she also hasn't eaten or had anything to drink. Oh. Because he didn't. He didn't say she could, but he didn't say she couldn't. But I think she was just erring on the side of, I don't want to risk it. So she's there, you know, peeing and pooping in a wedding dress in his office chair in his office, and he's at home sleeping on the floor wrapped in a blanket. And I'm like, I feel like. He, Okay, <laughs> I guess. Yeah.
1: And then, so, this goes on for three days, as we said. And then the news reports on it, because slow news day, I guess. And they interview her, and she says, she kind of gives a thing on why she's doing it. She wants somebody to love her. I, fig- I forget what the actual quote was, but it, it was about him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was about him. And, you know, she's used to suffering, and she wants him to know that he's not alone, or something like that. Like, yeah. she sees that he suffers, too.
1: And but he reads that and then then he that that's what triggers him to go get her. But then I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. if they didn't do the story on him on her, what would she have done?
0: How long would it have taken him to come to her? That is also a very good question. But thankfully, it is a movie. We don't have to figure that out. Yeah. But he he shows up for her. He brings a smoothie. He helps her to drink it. He picks her up in a shit piece stained wedding dress. Yep. Takes her to the upper level of his office, which apparently has some kind of it's like some kind of apartment
1: situation
0: was that what that was? I it was for his. No, it was it's his apartment. It's an apartment above the office. Because remember, he didn't walk out the front door. He went up the stairs.
1: Oh, I thought of that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He was carrying her the whole time. Different.
0: Yeah, he went up the stairs and it's like some kind of like weird office, I guess, for his plants or something. But there's like a copper bathtub. So, like, he strips her, he bathes her all tenderly, dries her off, catalogs all her. So, this scene's supposed to be like very romantic, right? This but was yeah.
1: very late aftercare, is what I wrote down here because.
0: Yes, very late. All this time, he has not given her a single fucking lick of aftercare. And now here it is at the very end, after she's almost died for you
1: yeah it was it was interesting but at, at least it was in there shown that you know you should even if you have a dumb sub tutorial power exchange you should at least <laughs> provide some aftercare which was him mm-hmm. sh- and stuff i was surprised to see um her to, to bear the tits in this movie because you know
0: oh yeah the tits and the pubic hair they were there
1: Uh i was like oh wow okay this this is going there i mean you didn't really need to <laughs>
0: I, yeah, that's another thing. He didn't need it.
1: I thought it was like, you know, it was sexy enough, and you got around it with the milk bath in the first part. You could have just done the water up to hair. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not fully complaining. I mean, there were nice tits, but <laughs> it was still kind of weird, just like just for this one random bath scene.
0: Hmm. I feel like maybe it's about stripping them bare i mean this is me reading into something but it's about like stripping her bare and like her starting from scratch in a way like starting new oh in this that. relationship with him and also it's the first time they kiss because they've never kissed at all in the movie up until this point it's the first time they have kissed in that that's when that happens yeah after was... he's done the aftercare with her
1: and it was very tender for a moment. for a minute i was very confused where it went from you know what they were doing before and then for very tender, loving embrace and kissing and lovey-dovey stuff, which, you know, is fine. But it was so different from the relationship they had prior.
0: Yeah, but I think it's good. I think it, it also shows his evolution, right? His willingness to change and to grow and to adapt yeah. because he has these feelings for her. And he wants to be with her and she's in love with him and she wants to be with him. And there's a part where, you know, he's kissing her and cataloging all the scars. She's asking him a thousand questions that probably mean nothing to him. And, you know, he answers the one question, just one. And like that fills her with so much joy. Because I think the question is like, where did you grow up? And he was like, Des Moines. I think that in Idaho, Iowa, wherever the hell that is. I don't know. It's an eye place.
1: (laughs) But yeah. She asked that first, but then after that, she asked like 20 other questions.
0: Well, no, she asked the other questions first. Remember, because he's kissing up her body, up and down her body.
1: So, was that the first question she asked?
0: That's the last one she
1: asked. Okay. So, I just know she asked like a ton of them, and then you only answered the one
0: yeah that was the last question she asked and that's when he was closest to her lips and he answered and they had that kiss and at that point he's topless but he's never fully nude you never ever see him in anything but like full suit of clothes to be honest it's the only time you ever get the hint of him being undressed and then so after this they get married so this is fast forward like towards the end it's like the end of the movie now so they fast forwarded they're married. Their honeymoon involves him tying her to a tree and fucking her against it in yeah. the fucking woods.
1: That scene was kind of hot. I, I like that scene. It probably, they, they tied her to the tree. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh wow. Are you... Yeah.
0: And Pretty- you could tell by her reactions, the sex was way better. There was some passion and there was moaning and there was a lot of stuff happening for her there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Quite a way to spend a honeymoon, I would say
0: mm-hmm and then so we go to regular life now she's living at his house they're making the bed together he's explaining his system to her and you're like okay fine this is great and this is how it comes back to the fucking bugs after the bed is made and he has left the room she fucking takes a dead cockroach out her goddamn shirt pocket and drops it on the bed and i'm like why what? Why? why where did this lab? cockroach come from
1: <laughs> the last thing i wrote down was okay but why the bugs though? <laughs> Like, why specifically bugs? There had to be a better way to express this. You're trying to misbehave, but bugs, no, no, please, no.
0: There had to have been, there had to have been a better way. I don't understand why the bugs were involved, but and then it seems that she's also not working as a secretary anymore. She's like a stay at home lady or something because he drives off to work and she's sitting on the porch like fucking cocked up. So the movie ends with a close up shot of her staring at the camera um but also like <laughs> this movie's a journey it's a journey i'm not <laughs> sure why the bugs were involved <laughs> yeah
1: oh we there was something my number skipped over while she was in the chair including her family a couple of people came in i think the ex-wife was there kind of yeah the,
0: yeah the ex-wife was there claiming that she missed him she lost her shot at him and yada yada yada
1: and then another secretary or some previous lover was like responding to what she did where she was like oh the mm-hmm. the worm that was genius the red marker like, he, like she's
0: oh no okay so that was the ex-wife was the one talking about the worm
1: oh okay the
0: previous secretary was the one talking about how closed off he was the one that was leaving yeah. when she came in that day how yeah. closed off he was and the paralegal was talking about like yeah y'all shit is hot keep doing it sort of. that's pretty much what she was all about she was like yeah let's keep doing that
1: yeah that that I really love the that, that whole critique part was so interesting to me. i was just like, yeah, you know, you're, you you came up with some good ideas. What what you're doing here is is genius. But,
0: but yeah, this movie,
1: this movie, this movie. Um, so you've seen both this and uh, Fifty Shades. Um,
0: have I've never seen Fifty Shades. I've read Fifty Shades.
1: Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's fair to compare. I mean, how much worse or better could the movie be from the book?
0: Um. Okay. So. Fifty Shades of Grey is very, very it's written for high school kids. Mm. And, and and high school kids meaning that not that high school kids are intelligent, not that you know they can't access certain levels of work, but it's written for an audience whose mind is not advanced mm. as advanced. It relates to thinking critically about certain things. Okay. Right? So that's kind of a way of me to think about it. Like I I read Fifty Shades of Grey and enjoyed it in, you know, when did it come out? In the early 2000s, maybe? Was it 2010? When did Fifty Shades of Grey even come out? Hey, Siri. <laughs> when did Fifty Shades of Grey come out? I don't know.
1: Fifty Shades of Grey was released on the 13th of February, 2015.
0: That's when the movie came out. Okay. So the books must have come out much earlier than that.
1: <laughs> is, is your Siri Irish?
0: Um, he's a man and he is from the United Kingdom. Yes. Wow.
1: <laughs> Not what I was expecting. Okay, I was guess, <laughs> guess guess guest close today. But yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Guess guess <laughs> Siri was our featured guest today. So the movie came out in twenty fifteen. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that I read this book in maybe like, 2008. It sounds about right because I was friends with some people and we all read it together at the same damn time. Was it? Oh, actually it was 2011. Whoops. Clearly I don't remember dates anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. E.L. James, that's who wrote it, by the way. Wow. So 2011, what was I doing in 2011? Oh, we graduated university. I was working or something. Right.
1: You have to find your own secretary experience. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, no. But I, mm, because I had already started exploring other things, I didn't find anything about Fifty Shades of Grey that exciting. Mm. And one of the things that Fifty Shades of Grey does. Is it plays up the fact that he's a dom because he was abused or taken advantage of by like his mother's friend or something, which Um. I don't appreciate. There is a whole subplot. It's like, oh yeah, I am this way because of yada 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 yada.
1: So, do you find the explanation this one a bit better?
0: Um, I think that he you don't get an you don't get a reason as to why he's a dom. He just is. Um, And he is fighting it a lot. There's a lot of um, push and pull within himself due to his idiosyncrasies and his weirdnesses. And also like with her, there's just a lot of stuff that happens in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's the best representation because obviously that huge consent (laughs) and the lack of aftercare and a lot of stuff that makes it wrong. But there's also stuff where if you are someone trying to figure out bdsm a little bit that it could help
1: i think especially in 2002 this would have been a an awakening for a lot of people i would assume who watch this movie to think hmm maybe this is me who knows i I will say the one thing i know about 50 shades of gray that i've heard is it's the the spanks are very bad (laughs) i've been told so oh, yeah,
0: I, I think that I, I've never I never saw it, but I know in the book there is a funny joke about how many times her inner goddess speaks. Oh wow. Trust me, you don't want to know.
1: <laughs> so if I could com- compare them on Spanx alone. I, I say the Spanx in this movie are pretty good, so I would say this has better Spanx. I'm just assuming.
0: <laughs> okay. So is there anything that you would change? In the way that their BDSM presented itself?
1: Well, the most obvious and glaring is, of course, there should have been at least some discussion, some kind of consent arranged, discussed, given officially. I don't like the idea that they just went from regular secretary-boss relationship into a BDSM one. I feel there should have been some discussion. And I think we've said this many times, consent can be sexy. They could have had that discussion in a way that was still sexy instead of just him literally just violating her consent by spanking her. You know, even if it was eventually hot, in the moment it was very you no. Know, so that would be the big thing I would change. Other than that hmm hmm maybe just explaining it more
0: the movie like was, is almost two hours. The movie is one hour and 50 minutes long. How yeah. much more time would you want them to explain something?
1: I mean, they could have. T- okay, first off, they could have cut out all of what it says. I did not care about um, Peter. You
0: didn't like Peter? Aww. Uh,
1: That's one. I mean, he's, I appreciate that he was there to show the other side. Like, you know, do you want this or do you want this? Do you want this life or you want this life? So it was important for that. But didn't, I don't know. Maybe cut back a couple of his scenes uh, do that as in like his his face. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs>
0: uh, poor Peter. Poor Peter. He gets kneed in the balls and we've now voted him off the island.
1: Definitely do not want him off on this island at all.
0: But yeah, so I think we had fun. I think it was a good watch. Definitely. Um, I recommend we, it. You but, recommend it. Okay.
1: It's 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 an interesting watch. It's it's a good time. It's not a it's not totally un, like, unwatchable from a BDSM standpoint. Once you get past the one hilaring issue, it's 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 actually a fun little movie and that'll make you go, What a lot? But in, in a good way. I, I, I feel satisfied by this experience.
0: Yes, we're satisfied. So if you guys are satisfied by this experience, you should definitely let us know about it. <laughs> Uh, but before, before you let us know, we want to talk to you guys about our friends at YouTubeWrite.com. So our friends at YouTubeWrite.com. I don't know if you guys know this, but we have a coupon code, like a discount code for them. Did you know that? Shen, did you know about discount code?
1: Oh, I know about the discount code and I can't wait to let everybody else know about this discount code. Oh my God. I'm sure you see oh. the shirt. I'm mm-hmm. on our on our Instagram a little bit yeah they're a a clothing company
0: yes they are by fellow jamaican people and if you put in code monogamish you guys know how to spell it i'm not going to spell it for you guys you get 10% off your order but but something else i should tell you this season because it's spooky season it's also duppy season as we know it in jamaica and so you get 10% off any duppy shirt that you purchase you're probably like uh what is a duppy a duppy is a ghost come on guys yes. spooky season duppy season makes sense now right now that I've explained it to you uh but yeah so it's 10 off any duppy shirt any any duppy shirt that's already there it's already built into your system like you just go to youtubebright.com, and you will see that all the duppy collection is at 10 off and it's free shipping on orders over 75 yeah. so I think that's a great deal um, I'm going to try to convince Sham to buy me some shirts for my birthday, which is coming up soon. Hint, hint. So we'll see what happens. Ha ha ha.
1: It's not a hint if you just say it blatantly. But
0: fine. I mean, I said I'm trying to convince you, hint, hint. See? Uh, sure. That that's a hint.
1: How about we just hint that everyone should go check out the and get yourself a cool t-shirt
0: or leggings or hoodie? <laughs> or masks or, you know, they have a lot of stuff. Go check it out.
1: Go check it out. And so I guess that'll do it for us. You know, of course, as always, you can find us at Twitter, at Monogamish Pod, on Instagram, at MonogamishPod, Pod, on Patreon, on Pod on Anchor.fm, basically anywhere that you can find podcasts or people that do podcasting stuff. Just type in MonogamishPod, and you should be able to find us. Uh, We have merch, monogamishpod.threadless.com. Is that your own? Okay, I'm about to look at that, that, crushing this. You know, of course, uh, iTunes, like and subscribe, rate us five stars, same thing on Google Podcasts or wherever you get a podcast from. Podcasts, I'll go to SoundCloud a little bit later than the other ones, but if that's where you listen, you can get the three most recent episodes there. And I think that'll do it. Is there anything else I'm forgetting?
0: Uh, our website monogamishpod.com. You will find links to our you know the lovely show notes.
1: Matt Jen slaves over every week.
0: Cut. Yes, I slave, I work, I slave, I work so hard on those. I put links, I put cool things. Um, you'll find resources pages for definitions. You can find oh cool, you can yeah, find actually the links to our Patreon is on our page as well and the links to our merch shop. Everything is at monogamishpod.com.
1: I'm gonna like I'm gonna out the show notes this week and then find if anything is wrong on the circuit with our red marker to commemorate.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and then I'm gonna kick you in the face. That's what I'm gonna do. You like yeah, you're not right. gonna bring no red rumor of pain on my shit.
1: This is not how the movie works. What what have we learned nothing from Secretary? today
0: we've learned that if you try to deviate from the course you get need in the balls
1: well all right then i guess we learned something uh
0: but yeah oh also for patreon we are an 18 plus platform so you will have to like type in patreon.com slash monogamishpod to find us you can't just search us because we're too cool for we're too cool for searching yeah. so you exactly. have to type in the full address or go through our monogamishpod.com website to click that little patreon link
1: yes and of course one last time for our friends over up their ground dot you know the deal
0: you know the deal represent that burm, burp, burm. Boom. represent that all right and that's my awkward song for the day thank you so much for tuning in i'm jen
1: oh boy i'm sham and, and we're,
0: we're monogamish I don't know. I did like a conductor thing with my hands a while ago that no one could see. I'm not sure what that was about.
1: No one if that helps.
0: Maybe it will. Maybe it will. We'll find
1: out soon.